And a lot of people will say they'd rather work 90 hours for themselves a week than 40 hours for someone else. I think they both suck. I don't think either one of those sounds fun. And speaking of fun, I've been so blessed to find my niche in life where I can help so many people like you live the best digital life. And I'm super excited to have you meet a new addition to Team Commando, Cassidy Zimrick. She loves all things audio. And when she told me about her idea for this podcast, I said, hey, Cass, run with it. So say hello to Cassidy when you see her in the Commando community. And if you ever have any ideas for any podcasts, let us know on our Twitter feed or drop us a note through the website at commando.com. Now, take it away, Cassidy, and remember the first rule of radio. Don't screw up. I'm Cassidy Zimrick, and this is Tech You Should Know. You've seen them, online coaches and educators that promise to turn your life around, help you make more money, be a better parent, be a better partner, get into shape, or whatever it is that you're lacking at this moment. But what exactly do they do? What's the draw? Today, we are chatting with Carrie Brady. You may have seen her article in Forbes earlier this year. She is a sales psychology expert in the business of releasing you from your 9-to-5 job and helping you make big bucks using the phone in your hand. And this isn't just a path for a very specific person. This is a path for anyone with a skill or knowledge that other people would want to know and pay to learn. You may be thinking, yeah, but who wants to learn anything from me? Stop that train of thought right now. You see, this is a chance for you to capitalize on what makes you unique and how to start making money with that uniqueness. Five years ago, Carrie Brady was 19 and studying biomedical engineering. Today, she teaches people how to make money on Instagram while working entirely from her phone or laptop. And we aren't talking a couple hundred bucks here. We are talking about enough money to quit your nine to five retire your partner, buy a gorgeous house, and that car. The kind of money that transforms your life in just a few months. And it is all done online from the comfort of your kitchen chair. Carrie, welcome to the podcast. Now, this whole making money online thing, Can you tell us what exactly it is that you do? So I'm a sales psychology expert. So basically I help online businesses basically master their sales content on social media. These people work as educators in the online space or service providers too. Basically they need help with selling through their Instagram content, their websites, copywriting. And then I help them introduce these like sales psychology based strategies through these different facets of how they sell. When people think of making money through social media, their mind goes to one place, influencer. But this isn't exactly what you do. This isn't the sponsorships, the brand deals, the endorsements. Why did you stray away from the influencer lifestyle? Yeah, so what I think people kind of get wrong with that stuff is as an influencer, you still kind of work for yourself as far as like you can set your own prices a little bit more like with brand deals and what you want. But in my opinion, don't, you don't have true control over your whole business. I think with being in this space, I have, I'm like an actual, not to say that influencers aren't actual business people, because that would discredit a lot of hard work that they put into it. But for me, I feel like I had more control over this route. Um, I am like more in line with like my business goals and how I like to function as a business in this realm than I am in an influencer standpoint. Um, plus I just like educating. And so for me, it was like easier 
for me to kind of fit myself in this position versus like influencing, which is in much, much, much different than educating, but more towards the round of like, oh, this is what I like. This is what I do. You should do it too. This is more, this is what I've done to be successful. This is how you can do it too. And it makes more of a lasting impact in my decision, in my uh, opinion, I guess, in my expertise and what I've seen, because you're influencing, at least for me, people's businesses, right? So I'm helping people make a longer lasting impact on what their like legacy is versus influencing on a decision like shoes or purses or hair and li little things like that. Definitely. You want to focus on the bigger impacts, not their outfit that day, not the purse that they're going to buy, not the perfume they're wearing. With the type of coaching that you do, why would a business or entrepreneur want to hire someone like you, especially being so young in the game? You know, it's actually funny because when I first got started into this like business coaching realm, sales coaching, I thought my age was going to hold me back a lot more than it actually does. I don't talk about my age that much, I will say. And that's just because I don't really feel like it matters for me. You know, I think my experience and what I've been able to accomplish as, you know, a businesswoman specifically teaching on sales in the last three years kind of speaks for itself. You know, I mean, selling $750,000 last year at 24 years old is actually it was 23. I turned 24 last year. So, and the first year that my daughter was born, my daughter was a newborn, like is enough experience and enough like kind of authority positioning or expertise positioning for people to not question what I know. And, you know, people hire me because of the way that I facilitate information too. So basically what you are doing is helping them up their game in order to get more money in their bank account. And we aren't talking a couple hundred bucks here. When we talk about coaching and improving profits, how much money are we really talking about? So for an example, I've been working with my clients since May of last year. Um, she, this was her first year kind of in this education space online. She had made maybe, maybe $30,000, $40,000 tops so far for the year, which is still great. Still great considering that's what's normally an average person's like yearly salary. From there, we worked together for a few months. I think I was just talking to her about these numbers is why this is so specific. From September of last year to September of this year, she made $500,000. $500,000 from September to September. In her first year of being in the online education space, I helped her make $220,000. This year, she's on track to hit $600,000, $700,000. Oh, wow. So that's some serious bank. How much money have you helped your clients earn over the years? I would say probably close to like 4 million in the online space in three years. Wait, seriously? And this is all from your phone or your laptop? Yeah, yeah. I basically, I would say I do like 60% of it from my phone, maybe 40% from my laptop. Well, there you have it. The job of your dreams is at your fingertips and you don't even have to leave your house. On top of that, the money you make doing that job is enough to get you a feature in Forbes. Coming up, we are going to find out how Carrie went from a small town kid to a young adult who makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year by helping other people maximize their potential online. You don't even need a college degree to follow her footsteps. You can't miss this. Now, Carrie, you come from a small town and the road that took you here hasn't always been smooth. How did you get to be the expert that you are today? 
I was going to school for biomedical engineering. I wanted to be a physical therapist that works with like the Wounded Warriors program, dealing with prosthetics and amputations. My dad was in the Marine Corps, so that was like a really like tight knit thing to me. And actually, when I was 19, my dad got into a dirt bike accident and broke his neck. So he completely shattered his C1 vertebrae in six different places. Like 1% of people with this injury survive and like 99.9% .9 of those people are paraplegic. And he has no major disabilities when it comes to like any paralysis or anything like that, which is amazing. Um, but it was one of those things where it was my family asked me to move home, help take care of him. He needed to recover. Oh, wow. I couldn't imagine being that young and having everything change like that. What did you do next? So I did. I like, dropped out of school. I went home and I'm a very like independent person. And so my parents were like, thank you so much. You know, we'll pay for all your bills. Like we'll cover everything. Don't worry. And I was like, no, like <laughs> I want my own money. I want my own freedom. And I don't want to feel like dependent on them. You know, at 19, like probably ego, but it worked in my favor. So I was like, oh, online personal training is just kind of getting big. And so I'll start that. So I got my personal training certification and I started working, you know, subcontracted through a gym as well as promoting services online. And at 19, fresh faced into the online space, to be frank, I had no idea what I was doing. Zero idea. I had no idea how to sell. I was so young and just was like, are people going to buy from me? I don't know. I thought I had to undercharge to like be competitive in the industry. And it was all just kind of a load of poop. <laughs> so here you are at 19. How did the rest of the personal training experience go? So I did that for almost two years and I did not make very good money at all. Did not make, I was selling things for like $50 a month, working my butt off. I was probably better off working like a nine to five than I was working for myself. And a lot of people will say they'd rather work 90 hours for themselves a week than 40 hours for someone else. I think they both suck. I don't think either one of those sounds fun. So I was like, I know something has to change. Something has to give. Like, if this is what being an entrepreneur is, I don't want to be one, you know? And I kind of hit like my breaking point. So you're at your breaking point. What's next? And from there, I was like, okay, I need help with this. So I need to reach out to somebody to get help. There are people doing this who are better than what I am right now. So like, they've got to offer me something. I invested in learning how to be better at sales. Um, and from there, somebody reached out to me to do sales for their online program. And I sold $150,000 in their product in six months. And they were like, you're good at this. You should teach other people how to do this as well. And I was like, okay, now that I've got my like feet wet, my bearings, I feel like I have a really good understanding. Let me see if anyone else wants to know the stuff that I know too now, just from this experience. And that's how I got started in like the business and sales and education space. You reached out to someone who does what you now do. What was the payoff there? My first year doing it completely on my own, I made $120,000. Um, that was the year I got pregnant in 2018 and had my daughter. The first year of her life, that next year, 2019, I sold $750,000. So that was a pretty big jump between the two years, but it was just like from being intentional on social media and really learning like how to use the platform to my benefit, to like my favor. You know, it is almost unbelievable how large that jump is within a year. And it seems like things are only going up from here. Now, this isn't a unique thing that only a certain portion of the population can do. Next up, Carrie is going to tell us all about the social media mistakes you may be making right now and how to up your game. These are tips and tricks that everyone can implement and make money online, regardless of your skill set. Stick around.
So Carrie, you keep talking about being intentional with your social media. What are the unintentional mistakes you're seeing? I think the biggest mistake that people make is they're posting for themselves. As a business, you have to understand that it's not about you. It's about your consumer. And so that's a lot of what I teach is how to influence your consumer to make a decision, which is AKA buying from you so you can make more money, um, but in a way that's empowering, right? So what I mean by being intentional is being intentional with your content to make sure you're speaking directly to your target, you know, ideal client and getting them influenced to make a decision, whatever that looks like. Cause I work with, you know, photographers, I work with videographers, web designers. I work with a lot of online educators, whether that's in the marketing space or health and fitness space, you know, but what everything has in common is you're wanting somebody to do something for you, which is buy from you, right? Hand over their wallets and say, here, here's my money. I want what you have to offer me, right? And so what that takes is intentionality within your communication and your content to make them feel like they're understood by you as far as what problem they need solved. Right, that makes sense. And you're doing all of this through Instagram. Why did you pick Instagram over all the other social media out there? Yeah, so I've actually tried Facebook before. It wasn't really for me personally. I think it's a very older crowd on there. Um, there have some good facets, but it just like wasn't my favorite platform. Instagram, I already like knew, I already loved. Um, when they rolled out their story feature, I was all in on this. This is great. This like is so just what I needed in order to make sure that I could build these personal connections with my audience. So it had everything I needed all in one place. And for me, and this is what I tell my clients as well, going all in in one place to start and build a really strong foundation is ideal because you can give everything and all of your intention versus trying to spread yourself out too thin among multiple platforms. So I went all in on Instagram and that was in 2019 when you saw that big jump in my income. Are there any other online tools that you are using in your business? So obviously I have a website that's held on a platform called Show It. And then I have like my email marketing, which is held through a program called Active Campaign. Now these are things I just started inputting once I already had like a pretty substantial like foundation built within my business. So Active Campaign, show it. I use a site called Canva. I'm not sure if anyone is familiar with that, but you basically can make little graphics and stuff like that to make things pretty and you know branded. I use Voxer. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with that. It's like a walkie-talkie app. I use that to communicate with my clients. You know, it is amazing how you only need a small handful of programs to help bring in the big bucks. And a good chunk of your income actually comes from teaching others skills that you know. How is online education a money-making opportunity available to really everyone? I mean, everyone has skills right? Everyone has skills, things they're good at that they can teach other people. They just don't feel a lot of the time, they don't feel like, why would somebody want to learn from me? Right? That's a lot of imposter syndrome and a lot of people being like, I don't have anything to offer. I'm just insert whatever they want to feel to make themselves small or want to say to make them feel small. You know, they don't feel like they have the confidence to do it. But in reality, I know people, for example, I know people who teach how to get your kid to sleep at night. I know people who teach how to teach your kids ASL, right? Anything that you consider learning that you can find on the internet can be taught through an education platform or through a social media as a business. Okay, so I can take my odd skills and talents and teach them online, but why would someone wanna pay me for that? People pay for convenience nowadays. And so if you can bundle your experience up 
into a course that you've taken a year or two years plus to learn, bundle that into something that takes other people a month to get through, people are willing to pay for that. There's a demand. There's a market. Totally. It sounds easy enough. Find something you're good at and a way to teach it to people in a short amount of time and you're in business. Earlier, you mentioned the biggest social media mistake you often see. What is another mistake people may be making at this very moment? A lot of people position themselves too friendly on social media. Um, They kind of go at it from a place of like, oh, I just want people to like me. I want them to think I'm their friend. I'm relatable. And I'm like, cool, but... We need to make sure we're positioning ourselves as an authority. This is really, really important for sales. They need to understand that you are the go-to expert, not a friend. So they want to, you want them to like you, but you still want to be a few steps ahead of them to where they're looking to you as a leader versus somebody who's walking the path with them. They need to view you as an expert, as an authority, as somebody who is going to be able to provide a transformational next step versus somebody who they want to go get coffee with. Got it. So be assertive, but also friendly, uh, just not too friendly. I got to ask, do you follow all of your own advice? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'd like to say we do, right? Anytime you're an educator, you will, you will catch yourself slipping up. I mean, we're human, right? And this is, it's funny because I have coaches and I have mentors myself to keep me in check because I would say at every level, there's parts where you get lazy and there's parts where you slip up or where you can't see necessarily what's going wrong because you're so close to your business. You know, when I'm in the thick of it, it's easy for me to miss different aspects or to not understand how certain aspects of my business are coming off to somebody who has an outside perspective. So am I perfect? Absolutely not. But that's exactly why I believe that everyone should you know, be investing in some sort of outside education or some sort of outside eyes on their business to kind of give you that like reflective look that you maybe can't see. I like that. So you still invest in these online coaches to keep you in check too. And these are educators and coaches available right now online. How big is this online community? Yeah, I mean, the online education space is a billion dollar industry, billion with a B. Like there is so much money to be made in this industry and it's only getting bigger. I mean, when you consider what happened with COVID, there are more people diving into the online space now than ever. I mean, and for good reason. That does seem like the solution to a lot of problems caused by the pandemic. It's how you can make money without leaving your home. It sounds like all you have to do is try and you could see results pretty quickly, right? results can happen almost instantaneously, especially when you consider how much things are charging, right? So for somebody who charges a high ticket value, whether that's a thousand dollars, whatever that looks like for them, I mean, all it takes is one sale to transform somebody's life, right? It takes, you know, an extra thousand dollars to really make a difference in my opinion. I mean, sometimes it's an extra couple hundred dollars that can really make a difference in somebody's life. So I, when you start implementing these tips, they add up really quick in my opinion. So the more you can dive just like all in and just like go after it, implement things to to give yourself some strategy behind what you're doing and really like change things up, the results can happen really fast. I would say people, you know, make thousands of dollars in the first month of working with me. They can see really pivotal changes. I would say on average, they make $5,000 more in the first month, Um, depending on where they were at before. That's pretty average. There are a lot of ways in which an extra $5,000 could change my life. Heck, for most people, it probably feels like, I don't know, winning the lottery. And it's so much money in, especially in the current, like nine to five market. For a lot of people, $5,000 is like, it's 
my mom, bless my mom, who tries to explain to people what I actually do for a living. But anytime she hears things like that, she's like, what? Like, she just doesn't get it because it just seems unfathomable to people. You know, they're just like, it seems fake. But in reality, there's so much potential out there. People just, it's, it's an untapped market. Even though it's a billion dollar industry, I truly feel like it's still untapped. Well, it is time to start tapping into that billion dollar industry. Let's say I want to get started marketing my skills online and make some great cash while doing it. What is the level of dedication required there, especially if I want to be as successful as, let's say, you have been? I would not be able to do or be where I am today without being full-time. But that's not to say that you can't become successful while still having a nine-to-five job. Uh, One of my friends, she's in the online space. She was a teacher at the time, and she made multiple six figures her first year in the education industry. So I don't think necessarily it would be very efficient or easy to build a million dollar business while having like a nine to five job. However, you could definitely build a six figure business on the side of having a full-time job as long as you're intentional with your time. And what I mean by this is outsourcing like to other people to help you with different tasks, hiring a coach or an educator, somebody who can give you strategies so you're not wasting time trial and erroring things. Like you have a proven method that's going to get you from point A to point B. As long as you're being intentional with those things, I mean, you could really spend a lot of time on another thing, like a nine to five job and be spending, you know, three hours a day on work like this and still be able to be really successful. Okay. So don't quit your job yet. You can do this on the side and still bring in enough extra funds to improve your life drastically. But if someone wanted to go all in and implement your strategies and advice, what kind of success could they see? Yeah. I mean, I think I can even circle back to, you know, Madison, who I was talking about earlier. We've been working together the longest I've ever worked with another client. And that's over a year, almost a year and a half now. And because of that, we've been able to see so much success together. You know, she, like I said, made 220K her first year ever in the online education space, which is very good. Like it's definitely not the standard or common, but she went all in this was her full-time job. She, there was no backup option for her, you know? Um, and then this year, you know, she's multiplied that by three plus a little bit and she's, you know, on track to hit six, seven hundred thousand dollars. She's made, she's had six figure launches, 70 K 60 K months. Like these are things that are like attainable, but take a lot of effort. And she's definitely like definitely one of my most successful clients. She teaches marketing and visibility, visibility strategies for online businesses. And Carrie, for you, it hasn't always been success. What is the biggest mistake you have made yourself? Is there anything you would have changed? I think in the beginning of my business, it was, you know, not valuing my problem enough to fix it. You know, I knew that I was trash at sales. I was very aware, but I was like, I didn't get into entrepreneurship to be a saleswoman. You know, I would say that belief over and over again. And I needed to understand that it didn't matter if that's what I didn't, you know what I mean? That I didn't get into it. Like I am, if you are in a business, if you are, you are in the business of sales, like no matter what industry you're in, you're in the business of sales. That's just what it is. Point blank period. And so I just wish that I would have valued that a little bit earlier on in my journey. Cause I could have made a lot more money a lot quicker than, you know, I did. Okay. So we have covered a lot of ground today. What would you say are the top things that you do now with social media that anyone can start doing today as well? I think the, well, one thing for sure is I'm very intentional with positioning my authority online. So what this means, you know, again, is just, I am very 
specific with the language that I use to make sure people are looking to me as an expert. Um, you know, it's, it kind of comes down to little phrases that you'll hear people say where it's like, no one asked, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And I'm like, why would you say that no one asked you? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't position your authority. So I'm really intentional with my language and my verbiage to make sure people are viewing me as the expert that I know I am. Um, another thing that I would say that makes me as successful as I am is I'm not scared to invest. You know, I'm not scared to put my money where my mouth is when it comes to playing the game of how can I get more eyes on my business? Or, you know, this is the first year that I've kind of actually just now recently have started diving into ads. Before this, all of my money that I've made has been completely organic. I've never touched ads. Um, this current launch that I'm in right now for my sales psychology course is the first time I'm playing with ads, but spending a pretty penny just to make sure that like, you know, if I'm going to go all in on it, I'm going to go all in. I'm not, I'm not afraid to invest and kind of seek somebody else who's an expert at something to help me when I'm not an expert. And then I also think just like managing my time, like obviously I'm a mom, so that takes up a lot of time. Um, but I did not become an entrepreneur to be glued to my phone and laptop, you know, 24 seven. I work like a solid four hour day, Monday through Thursday, Friday, I work maybe an hour or two and then I'm good. And I'm just like really intentional with the time I spend because I know like the bigger reason behind why I started this business was not to work 90 hours a week for myself. Like it was to have a certain level of freedom when it comes around time and money and things like that. And so I always keep that, that why in the forefront of what I'm doing. It makes perfect sense. Position your authority, be intentional in the language that you use on social media, and don't be afraid to invest in yourself and put your money where your mouth is. But most importantly, value your time. The goal of pursuing this online education or sales business, this online entrepreneurship, is to put your time back in your hands using the tools at your fingertips. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. Another shout out to our production wizard, Mike James, for all of his help with this podcast and the digital goddess herself, Kim Commando, for letting me host this episode of Tech You Should Know. This has been Tech You Should Know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Share the episode if it helped you out. And if you want the podcast for the Kim Commando show, well, that's only available at our website, commando.com. Go to getkim.com and get a 30-day free trial. After that free trial, it's just a few bucks a month and you can get a discount if you're in the military now or in the past, if you're over 50, or if you're a service personnel, as in police, fire, other lines of work. We appreciate the support. Thank you again. The show never ends at commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. I'm Cassidy Zimrick with commando.com and Tech You Should Know. See you next time.